Welcome to Mobile Armor Radio, the podcast for all things mecha. Jump ship incoming. Welcome to episode 53 of Mobile Armor Radio, the show all about mechs and mecha and mechanics. My name's Rob. I'm Brian. And I'm Chopper. And we're here to enlighten you on the wonderful world of mechs. Uh, it's, uh, you know, November. It's getting to be cold out, so hopefully we have something to talk about. It's almost <laughs> Christmas time. Well, it's ironic because it was, like, incredibly warm today. Like, it got into, like, 70 degree Fahrenheit. Oh, it was close to 80 over here. Yeah, yeah it was, it was really nice out. I stayed in LA. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what we say in the Midwest, when it gets this warm in the in the fall, then yeah. it'll be super wintry in the Februarys. <laughs> Fun times. Well, enough of this banter. Let's move on to the actual episode. Dropship Landing. And we moved on to the dropship. This is what we're working on. Any any uh, hobbying from either of you boys? Who wants to go first? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I guess I'll I'll chime in. Um, in that, Please have something. Uh, <laughs> well, in in I think the time since we last recorded, um, I had finished up all the terrain that I had been um, been painting and and printing and everything for the Michigan GT. Um, which uh, was a really fun time, uh, and I'll, I'll talk about that more into the uh, the, the Comstar section. Um, but uh, you know that was that was a big chunk of my hobby uh, time was was put into getting that stuff all painted up and table ready. Um, I had fun doing a uh, like one one like kind of a cleaner uh, style for like more space like. Um, uh, terrain where it's it's predominantly white, but then I have like a, a line of color that goes through it um, in kind of a nice clean look. Didn't turn out the greatest up close, but you know <laughs> it it served it served <laughs> its purpose. Um, but then I also had a whole bunch of of MDF terrain, um, and I do apologize if I already mentioned this last time, um, but. Uh, you know, for for that, what I wound up doing because it was more a bit more of like a cyberpunk uh, kind of feel to it is that I basically just went kind of a, a zenithal style of of spray painting uh, spray painting it uh, like a dark blue, and then hitting it with like a teal, kind of from a high angle, and uh, that it worked out great because it had um, we had little uh, acrylic. Uh, insets for like these kind of like shield uh looking barriers and like that those are all kind of light green and so it just had a really cool effect on the um on the terrain and i kind of had uh that all all printed up or painted up for uh for one of my dead zone tournaments that i ran uh and so i had basically like an all mdf board one that was all 3d printed (laughs) And then we had a couple others that were more mantic terrain. Nice um, variety. <laughs> yeah. Um, only downside was the the scenarios I picked didn't allow for a great variety of layouts. But I'll I'll get into that later. Um, but it was it was fun to to get 
all that stuff painted up. It's nice now that I have like two solid, like two go boxes of terrain that are nice and sturdy. <laughs> and I don't have to worry about like breaking. I can just haul it around in a big tub. Um, and you know, makes, makes gaming and going out to like stores and stuff a lot, a lot easier to do. Uh, but following all that work, uh, did have a little bit of hobby burnout, uh, where I'm like, I don't feel like painting anything. I don't feel like assembling anything. I just wanted to, to kind of decompress, uh, after that event. So, uh, but I'll, like I said, I'll talk more about the event itself, uh, following up in the Comstar. But, uh, how about you, Pat? How, what things have you been working on? Oh, not too much, actually. Since the last time we recorded, uh, I've been away. So literally the weekend of after we recorded at the Michigan GT. So I got to see all your trains and see all the peeps. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I came home for six days, five days. And then I was off to Lake Geneva for another uh, nerd getaway. Oh, nice. Uh, was playing D&D and everything in the Gary Gygax house. That's pretty neat. And making a kind of an RPG mecca. Uh, it was a good weekend. Learned a lot of things, but no mechs there, so we won't talk about it too much. <laughs> uh, a different if, kind of mecca. And if you do want to yeah. learn more about that, you can always go to Dragon's Tome on uh, Facebook or the on YouTube, because he talks about it more there. Yeah, yeah. And there's, a, there's, a, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of pictures. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just joking. <laughs> no doubt. There's a lot of pictures on the Dragonstone Facebook page if you'd like to see a lot of the cool stuff. Uh, uh, but, and then we are now recording now this time, and I'll be leaving again in another week, so I haven't done too much. I've maybe put a splash of paint on a couple things for when I was down in the basement, just putzing around. Uh, but honestly, I had no concentrated effort on anything this time around. It's uh, it's not uh, for a lack of things to do. It's just uh, I am have not been home. <laughs> That's your excuse <laughs> so, this time. Well, it's the truth. <laughs> Every other excuse is a lie. I just throw that out there so people think I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, for me, I finally started my Wolf's Dragoons. I was doing that whole uh, regiment. So. I've started and I bought a bunch of the uh, Army Painter Speed Paints too, which I don't know if I'll use on those because they're not really conducive to that because they're kind of orange and black. Did you but buy I'm, a set or did you just buy a couple Speed Paints? No, I bought the Mega Set, so it's like all of them. Oh, so you got all of them? Pretty much. I think it is all of them. I think the Mega yeah, Set the is Mega, all of them. It's like the $90 one? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm going to actually paint up some X now because that'll help me get it through them fast. So yeah, theoretically, I was going to cut through some Armada and maybe even do my Batman figs in the, yeah, those speed, speed paints. paints. Yeah. Yeah. I have my whole Armada fleet to do too. Um, yeah. So I hopefully I'll start painting more mechs. It's my excuse. I already had some of the uh, Citadel ones, so I, I can't really say that it, I didn't have paints, but <laughs> maybe the, to use these fancy new paints, I'll have incentive. So I got to get break out the airbrush to get everything primed and zenithed and then speed painted up. We'll see how it goes. I'm sure I'll post pictures on Facebook. And if I don't, hold me to it because I'm terrible at not painting. I got to get back yeah. into the groove. I well, 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 because I, I, I need to get back into, I mean, not that I'm out of the groove. I want to get, uh, once all this, uh, 
personal vacation stuff gets out of the way. Damn vacations. <laughs> Ruining everything. Uh, Taking a break. <laughs> then, uh, we only got one left. We just got, and I got the 10, 10 year wedding anniversary. Oh, yeah. Uh, Congratulations. Thank you. And, uh, with that, we'll move on to the Comstar. And, uh, yeah. Everybody wish Pat a happy anniversary. Yeah. Happy birthday to your marriage. Thank you. <laughs> Message from Comstar. I'm Brian. And I'm Rick. From Deads on the Podcast. And you're listening to Mobile Armor Radio. In the quickest episode of Mobile Armor Radio ever, we're on to Comstar already. This <laughs> <laughs> is going to be a quick one, guys. I hope you don't mind. I think it's all right. We've had some really, fi- we had five years of gold. There's you need one bra- stinker. There's, there's, there's one episode that needs to be like a bronze. 53. <laughs> 53 is the bronze. Uh, the only bit of news I really have is uh, that the uh, Battletech Merc Kickstarter was supposed to happen in September, I think. But they moved off to March 2023. Uh, they just did their their Leviathans Kickstarter, and then they did a uh, the Shadowrun card game Kickstarter. So I think they're they're kind of felt like it's kind of saturated right now with Kickstarters. So they're yeah. going to wait until March. That's good for everybody plus, to save up some cash. Plus, that's a lot of projects to be yeah, Kickstarter managing. Yeah, I think that was the issue, too. And I think there's a new rule with Kickstarter. You're not allowed to have more than one on the go at the same time. So I think oh, really? They, Probably. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's somebody was saying something about that before. So how was how did the the Leviathan turn out? I don't know. I never backed it. Oh, I was just curious. I thought maybe you might have been following it. No, <laughs> I, I I looked at the rules for it and I was like, whoa, this is way too complicated. No, thank you, and did not back it. <laughs> uh, and I almost backed the the Shadowrun card game, but I decided ah, I'll just get it at Gen Con if I want it. Yeah, I did too because yeah. it was just. It yeah, was another. It was like a legendary legendary card game. Is that what it is? Or no, it's or a living, it's a living card game, right? Yeah, it's like the original. It is just a redo of the original CCG, but they're doing it as a living card game. They're not allowed to call it that. I think uh, Fantasy Flight owns that term, so they're not allowed <laughs> to call it a living card game. But it's the same idea, where it's no longer blind bias. So they're going to uh, just put the whole set out, kind of. And then I don't know if they're doing expansions or if this is it or what. So is that is that what uh, is it called? Keyforge does. Yes, I think Keyforge does. Keyforge, though, isn't it totally random? I think Keyforge does, like, random decks, like, completely random. Yeah, yeah. actually, yeah, yeah, you might be right on that one. I think I'm mixing things up. Yeah, they I'm did. Glad, I'm not into the card game scene very much. I'm glad I held off them because uh, just that whole card game thing. They're yeah, fun. It's, uh, you know, I have a lot of the original Shadowrun card games, so it's all new art and stuff for it, so. It, like I say, it's a Gen Con purchase, I think, in the future, probably. But who knows, because there's so much Battletech stuff coming out. That Merc Kickstarter, they did have a lot of previews for it, and uh, it's looking sweet. A lot of vehicles now, and uh, a lot more mechs, and it's all based on mercenaries this time, so it's going to it's gonna be fun for that. So Can't wait, but not until March. We'll talk about it then. So, <laughs> well, speak, Speaking of um, the card game, I finally got my hands on, uh, on Redline. Oh, that's uh, right. And uh, thank you guys, by the way, for for getting that over to me. Yeah, um, I almost forgot that I, I I was I think something came up. I was like, oh damn, I should have uh, sent Brian that, but I must have given <laughs> it to Pat. So it's good. <laughs> no, it, it, it's great. I, I've I've been kind of peeking through uh, the rules, just kind of reading up on it. Um, haven't haven't tried to to play it just yet, um, but uh, I'm looking forward to to trying it out. 
uh, everything I'm reading on it and from, from what we've talked about before, uh, I'm definitely in, intrigued. And yeah, um, it's fast, it's simple, it's fun, it's it's easy to get into, especially if you played like Magic the Gathering before. It's you'll know how to play it. Like it's many many moons ago, uh, <laughs> the early 2000s was oh, the last time I played Magic. Yeah, me too. So <laughs> Bro, before I, Commander, I think I I got out of Magic before the before you 95. Yeah, it was it was before 2000. I was for sure out of it. So. My first starter deck was in 95, and I actually used yeah. that yeah. for quite a while. But um, but no, I'm 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 excited to try it out. Uh, and um, you know, I've got I I did back that uh, other Kickstarter that they had, so I'm, I'm excited to to get that edition as well. Um, I I really like the the universe that they've set up and how that's mm-hmm. continued to evolve. So. Um, yeah, that, that should be a fun time. Did you get a chance to uh, try it out? Not yet. Um, but, uh, I'll, I'll see if it's something I can maybe play against myself first just to kind of get the hang of it. And then, oh yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. See if, uh, see if any of my, my local gamers, uh, might be interested in trying it out. Force your wife to play it. She does not, uh, like (laughs) sci-fi. That doesn't work then. (laughs) No. Uh, it's 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 a hard sell uh, to get her into any any sci-fi stuff. Otherwise, I'd, I'd probably get her into Dreadball, but she's still just now. That's a hard um, sell. But um, but no, that so I've had that on on my radar. Um, I finished reading a lot of the the Halo books that I had planned to, so I'm I'm kind of in the process of picking out uh, what what next series to to kind of add to the docket. Um, I'll have to see if I if I track down some of the the mech uh, books that um, you guys have recommended in the past. That oh could yeah, be a fun they're, thing. they're all available on uh, on like drive through fiction things like that now too. So mm. you can read them digitally. Yeah, but uh, yeah, actually uh, going back to myself. Speaking of the uh, books, I finally caught up to the Dark Age novels. I got through all the original content. Now I'm on to the. Uh, it, it's funny in the very last uh, book, it was called Endgame. It's the end of the Fedcom Civil War, and it actually says at the beginning, "This is it. This is uh, Wizkids bought them, and they're going to be changing <laughs> things." And it was pretty amazing that it was actually in the book. So that was like the final chapter of the old guard, and now we moved in Dark Age, and so far it's terrible. So, <laughs> uh, is it? Uh, is it? Is it like a forward note that says that Wizkids bought it? No, this was that was in the last novel actually, in the one before that. It was like this is the end of the FASA era, pretty much. It was saying in the novel, as of yeah, as a forward, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought this, they had integrated it into the story. No, no. It kind it of makes me think of um, wasn't it one time DC Comics uh, was was I forget what event they were switching if it was before the New Fifty Two or whatever, but they gave uh, they they were uh, ending ending their old series and they gave like uh, Kevin Smith. Uh, the option to like write some crazy Batman story or something like that. Oh, it was yeah, Batman yeah. or Superman. And, I did do a Batman uh, and he story just went crazy with it. himself. <laughs> but um, yeah, so this Dark Age novel, Pat, you'd love it. It's all about uh, uh, agro mechs and uh, forestry mechs and, and construction mechs. And- <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's hilarious. I was like, wow, this is everything that's bad with Dark Age. Hopefully it gets better. I just, I'm probably only like five chapters in. So hopefully it actually goes somewhere. If it just keeps being like this, I'm, it's. I have a long, terrible road ahead of me with these Dark Age novels. <laughs> <laughs> but I must persevere to read everything. So All right. Uh, you, more power to you. I just remember that 
Ag- Agromex is what really put me over the top. <laughs> yep. Uh, Pat, have you been up to anything? Uh, book-wise, no. Again, no, uh, video games? No, I just... Movies? Not did, even did you movies. Fi- did you finally finish uh, Pacific Rim? No, I have barely <laughs> watched any TV. Just because when I wasn't away, I was uh, I was uh, on out, you know, on trips. Uh, oh, you know what? I take that back. We did watch Robot Jocks. Oh, nice! Yeah, uh, class. We watched Robot Jocks, and we watched uh, the pilot episode for Buck Rogers uh, from the eighties. Oh, I love that. That was my uh, early childhood, right there. Yeah. So, uh, as far as Mech concerned, Robot Jocks, you did watch that. Uh, but I haven't done any books because it was the, the last couple of weeks have been me just rereading how to play Star Frontiers and trying to old, remember how to DM. <laughs> yeah, old TSR uh, books, you know. No mechs in Star Frontiers. Come on. No, there's ships, but we didn't play that version of the Star Frontiers. So, yeah. You suck. <laughs> uh, Ryan, oh, so you're done? Yeah, I mean, literally, this is this week was just, if we want to talk about D&D and everything, we'd be all, we'd have hours <laughs> upon hours of material. Wrong podcast. Yeah. Brian, you got anything else? Yeah, so uh, for the Michigan GT, uh, it was it was kind of fun. So we had, I think, the first, uh, you know, United States uh, firefight tournament uh, from Mantic Games. Which was a really fun time. We had uh, six players, including two that came all the way from Wisconsin, um, <laughs> and uh, and had a had a great time. There was there was in fact about I think three Spectras, uh, which are the Asterian uh, kind of battle mech um, that were fielded that day, and um, and everyone everyone had a great time. Uh, got some good feedback on how to how to improve the tournament itself. As well as uh, on on the game, uh, we, we're kind of finding Asterian shields. Uh, if you if you really are are you know really good at resource management, uh, can be incredibly uh, effective and annoying for players. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, and then the the so that was like Friday of the event, and then Saturday uh, evening we had a dead zone tournament uh, where we had uh, ten players. Uh, show up almost almost had 11 we had to have one guy uh, one guy had to drop unfortunately but um you know it, it's still a, a great turnout for for the events uh, a lot of a lot of new people which is which is something i i'm always happy to see you know it's it's great when when the old guard you know the the people that you've been gaming with for uh years uh show up and everything like that but it's also just as great when you can kind of match those numbers with over half new people, um, so that was that was a really great time. Just as many spectras in that event too. <laughs> so um, a lot of us, a lot of Asterians. Um, but yeah, it was it was a really fun uh, local event uh, here in Michigan. Uh, got to see Pat there. Mantic had a double booth um, and got some some more people into into Dead Zone and Firefight and and all sorts of other Mantic games. So. I, I think overall it was a really fun time, um, and uh, and then trying to think there's in other kind of weird local news is that uh, I have in our local like Manta community we have a little Facebook page where we kind of have you know people in Michigan hey 
you know, here's here's all the gamers are are located, and I had a a, new, a guy just move in like another 15 minutes away from me. Uh, so another guy just literally down the same street uh, as my buddy Scott. So it's like, hey, we got we got some more players now. We're gonna, you know, he's looking for firefight. He's looking for dead zone, kings of war, and everything. And like, boy, are you in luck? Uh, so that's that's been a fun thing. So we're trying to coordinate now to to get some more games in here before uh, the holiday season kind of kicks off. It's become a but, uh, uh, selling point for the houses around you. Yeah, so thriving if you're, if you're, uh, firefight community. <laughs> yeah, so if you if you're looking to, to get into any kind of mantic games or even just some pretty awesome uh, sci-fi games or even fantasy based, you know, uh, move to Livonia, Michigan. <laughs> There's a few of us out here, and uh, and growing in number. You're becoming so, an enclave. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, no. But uh, other than that, uh, I've been uh, kind of watching. Uh, I watched a lot of Red versus Blue on my lunch break. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like into season fourteen, I think. Wow, I think I stopped at like season five, maybe. <laughs> That's fair because that was definitely an end point to the <laughs> yeah. to one of the stories. Um, it's it's I just finished a season that was kind of more of like vignettes, mm-hmm. where it's like let's just do a crazy thing that's not. Uh, a consistent storyline like they had been for the last uh, dozen seasons. Um, so this one looks like it's back to story mode. Um, it's It's been kind of neat to to go back and watch it. Uh, my wife and I watch a lot of Rooster Teeth stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been, uh, you know, just kind of neat to, to revisit that show and, and pick it up uh, beyond where, where I had left off um, years ago. What are you and watching then, on? Uh, I watch it mostly on YouTube. They actually oh, have yeah, yeah. the whole seasons as like big blocks. Oh, that's cool. Um, so I just kind of put it on and, and you know get some food and watch that. Uh, but we do actually we do have a Rooster Teeth subscription, and so Genlock mm-hmm. is also on my radar. They keep showing ads for it <laughs> every time oh, it's, I, it's I watch them. So uh, I've been I've been kind of meaning to like you know it's right there. Uh, I have access to it now. Why don't I just check that out sometime? Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, they're so. pretty. I think it's only like six episodes with three seasons. It's each, so it's it's not yeah. that long. So it's good to get into. And then uh, I also have on my radar uh, the the Gundam Witch of Mercury, mm-hmm. uh, which is is episodes airing presently. Um, I, I I think there are on three or four episodes at the time of this recording. Uh, but the first one just dropped onto Crunchyroll's YouTube page, uh, so I can watch it for free. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, it's uh, not available in Canada yet for some reason, so I really? have to uh, VPN it. <laughs> I, I I know Gundam Info has it for somewhere. Mm. Uh, I don't know what region that's locked to, um, and I think Disney Plus might have been also streaming it for a different region. Uh, so I would check those two uh, sources um, just in case it's it's on there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm gonna see, uh, you know what? Wh- I don't know how many episodes they're actually gonna post to YouTube. It'd be awesome if they did all of them. Yeah. But um, you know, it it's a it's a series that uh, people are are really taking to. Uh, like I, I've I've almost heard universal positive things about this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it is uh, confirmed like a different Gundam universe. Uh, 
Uh, so we're, we're kind of starting from scratch and, uh, you know, it, if you've ever seen Revolutionary Girl Utena, <coughs> apparently there's a lot of themes uh, that, that carry over. Hmm. Well, I know uh, Gundam Info just uh, put up all the MS, uh, 08th MS team on there, too. So for That's YouTube true, channel. yeah. That just uh, that just dropped the other day. So if if you can't get access to uh, the Gundam Witch of Mercury, go check out 08th MS team. That, 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 um, also the current best sad. one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so... I mean that's that's kind of been uh, mostly what I've been uh, kind of playing and whatnot, or, or you know watching and just paying attention to, I guess. Um, and then, yeah, I can't say like I I've been playing through a cyberpunk game called um, was it Ano Mutation or something like that. Did you just make a word up? <laughs> I, I I did. All words are made up. Uh, as, as we know, let me see if I can get the spelling of it real quick. So it's it's A N N O uh, mutation M mutation M. <laughs> it's like mutation E M. Hmm. It's it's a it's kind of a neat. It has a really unique visual style where it's it is it's two D characters kind of moving two D characters that are like um like kind of classic adventure games where it's kind of a, a side sideways view of it, mm. but, but they're moving in a 3d plane, um, mm. which, which gives it a really unique look. Um, and it's, it's a bit of a, like a little hack and slash adventure style game. Um, really been enjoying it. It's a, been a fun, uh, when, when I, after I finished watching cyberpunk edge runners, mm-hmm. I initially picked up uh, cyberpunk again. And I just kind of had that moment where like, I don't know if I really want to, do a whole playthrough of, of that game again, at least until I get a PS5. Yeah. <laughs> and it looks a little better. Well, um, plus you won't get any, we can't, on the PS4, you can't get the uh, expansions, so. Yeah, yeah, so. Uh, I'm thinking about getting like, on Steam, so. I, I I don't have a gaming PC. Yeah, I know. Um, and I, I just, I, I don't like playing on PC as much anymore. I think mostly because. Uh, well, I don't like playing on a console much anymore. I like I like having the like I've got nice TVs and so yeah. I like being able to like sit on a couch and have it on a big I, screen. I have a nice chair and a lot of screens. <laughs> so so that, Rob, that's just Rob, kind of, Rob can attest to my my screen setup. Yeah, but yeah, so I, I understand like the big screen for the games. But yeah, yeah. Um, otherwise, I'm like usually gaming on a laptop, and so it's just I'm like sitting on my lap and it's craning in my neck and stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm just like you know. Um, I, I I just like the the bigger play space, but um, but that said, you know I, I kind of put a pin in and replaying Cyberpunk. Then I'm like, you know what? I am in a Cyberpunk mood though. I'm gonna check out this this other game that had been on my radar for a while. So I've got that. There are, there are some mechs in it. Uh, in fact, one of the boss fights I just had was like some kind of giant crane uh, thing where the boss had like two uh, crane arms of this giant like shipping container that were trying to bash me into oblivion. Uh, so it's fun. It's, it's different. It's an indie game um, that I've been following for a while. So it's been fun to, to play through that as, as something different, but uh, that, that kind of puts a cap on what I've been up to. Cool. Well, that filled some time. It was good. Uh, we'll be back <laughs> with the mech bay hanger and hopefully you can fill some more time. Now entering the mech bay hanger. 
Welcome to the Mech Bay Hangar. We're doing a, uh, a round table discussion, as always, but this time it's going to be uh, kind of generic. Uh, I just thought we should uh, do a state of the mech address, see how the world <laughs> of mecha and uh, mechs are doing right now, and discuss where we think it is going and how well we think it's going right now. So pretty much things like Witch and Mercury and uh, the, the big boom of Battletech currently got me thinking, well, it seems like it's a renaissance for uh, mechs. What say you, boys? Uh, I think kind of a renaissance. I think more so, not so much because of the boom of Battletech, but more so um, as we've done more and more Gen Cons together, you and me, Rob. Uh, Ryan could be part of this conversation if he just come work, but he doesn't want to do that. <laughs> uh, is that we just, every year we see are seeing more and more mech-related games not, that are not Battletech. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think there's a, a somewhat renaissance in the fact that there is just a not necessary more mechs in the sense there's just more variety of mech games. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah. For, for games, there's it seems like there's a lot more. Yeah, because for a while there it was like it was BattleTech and like Cav was a new one, and the Robotech yeah. always tried to put some their feet in there, but it never really worked. Yeah, they had that failed yeah. there, but then you know. Then it comes along uh, Ignition Core and their cool little mm-hmm. mechs and their nice little game. Then we had the what's Red that? Line. Red Line. Then the RPG that we played. Yeah, there's Mecha Hack. Oh, yeah, Mecha Hack. Mecha uh, Hack. Uh, was pretty success. That was a big uh, Kickstarter. Success. And then you got that chibi one that you were going to test out. Yeah, yeah. Haven't had a chance to yet, just because I got busy with stuff. But I do have uh, two mechs paint or printed for that. Um, I just I, I might glue these guys together first. They are built and designed for magnets. I just don't have a bunch of magnets oh lying around. <laughs> yeah, it seems like for for the game industry, there's definitely a big boom of mech related yeah. things and, and and video games too. Yeah. Like um, yeah. You know, there was a big uh, SD Gundam game that came out. Uh, I know it's on the Switch. Uh, I forget the specific title for it. Um, but then we also have that new one that they're kind of touting is like the Gundam Overwatch. I think it's Gundam Evolution, um, where where it's it's more of kind of a you you pick a, a you know a, a suit uh, that you then fight in the in the battle with. Uh, like I said, a la Overwatch, Overwatch and, and as well, um, had had a, a couple of, of mech uh, characters, and and the universe itself around that is, you know, a big part of it is that there's this kind of robot uh, sentient um, species that's trying to cohabitate with with humans. Um, so, uh, I, I think in in the video game space, we also are seeing a lot of um, uh, resurgence of some old titles, uh, Front Mission. Uh, I think is, is it one and two are getting a remaster uh, that's going to be released on the Switch, I think next year, or actually it might even be this month. Something's coming out in November um, on my wish list, huh. and I think it might have been that. Um, though I haven't seen much fanfare over that. That might just be Nintendo, though. Um, but uh, I, I think we're also seeing like on the indie scene a lot of people that had played mm-hmm. mech games uh, like Front Missions and, and uh, you know, Mech Warriors and stuff, those folks are going out there and they're crafting their own uh, video games out of that. 
So I, yeah, I like Into the Breach or those kind of yeah. games. Yeah, exactly. Or even the one you made. You made a indie uh, mech game yourself, so. Yeah, yeah, I did, didn't I? <laughs> My little <laughs> Rebel Strider game, which is uh, still up on on um, on itch.io, I T C H. Um, and there's uh, a lot of stuff on there. I find like they have uh, usually have, they have like charity bundles and stuff, but I did one for it was like a mech charity bundle, and there was tons of role playing games and things like that. But it was also a lot of video games too. So oh yeah, yeah. It's, like you say, a lot of independent creators are making their own fun little games, mm-hmm. side scrollers or whatever. You know. Yeah, and I mean, I, I remember uh, like on that platform in particular, I found uh, an indie one that that played it. You know, basically like a mech game that was kind of an arcade style, almost like a uh, like an afterburner uh, mm. type game. Uh, for for those that remember that game franchise mm. from the arcades and Nintendo era, um, and uh, then there was another one I think I remember it called Mech and Parcel, which was like a Zelda two uh, style mech game. Uh, so yeah, just a lot of really creative folks out there. I think there's a lot of, um, you know, uh, art being made in that respect and and uh, a lot of creative different things in the, the video game space uh, in particular. And I think we're just going to continue to see that, um, you know, surge. Hopefully it translates into more AAA titles because, um, mm-hmm. you know, we, we've had like Titanfall 2 um, and Mech Warrior. the Mech, Mech Warrior, Warrior 5 games. in the Battletech game. Yeah. So there, there's been a there's been a handful of, of big names, um, but uh, the the AAA uh, unless titles, you're coming out of Jap- yeah unless it's yeah coming unless out of you're Japan, coming out of Japan, Japan yeah. there there's not as many but that's it's always been kind of a, a lower number thing it's been pretty niche um, as much fun as those games are <laughs> um, it it only I guess target you know draws a sp- specific audience so. Um, yeah. Uh, like in in real life too. Like, are we up to three Gundam giant Gundam statues now? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. There's the Ark seventy eight. There was the Gundam Unicorn. Uh, there's the Chinese knockoff one. <laughs> <laughs> you can always rely in Asia to do giant mechs, but yeah. But it seems also even movies like Pacific Rim was a while ago, but that kind of started the whole thing. And then in uh, Ready Player One, they showed that you can make a Gundam movie. True. So yep, yep. that's been in the works for quite a while now. Plus so, the cartoons. Oh yeah, cartoons. Tons of cartoons. But I wonder if those movies are going to be too late. Do you think they're going to miss the wave, or do you think the wave's big enough that they're going to, by the time they're actually made? I think the wave's big enough because be even even yeah. Catalyst delayed their Kickstarter, knowing that the wave will still be there. I think. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's I, only a six months or something. Like I, this movie is not even in production yet. So, well, or if it's in pre-production, you know, even if it so. dies down a little bit. This, I think the movie will be the one that brings the way back. Could be yeah, yeah, for I, North American audiences. I don't uh, like. I don't foresee with with what has happened, like with with um, like the sci-fi genre, which has kind of been co-opted by you know comic books in a way. Uh, like I think mm. people are more open to kind of the big sci-fi stuff, uh, especially mech-related. I mean, Iron Man was yeah. Like it's not one a giant leap between the yeah. characters in, in the MCU, and that's been, you know, that whole series started because of him. Um, yeah, and you get the Mechbuster and things, or the Hulkbuster, the Hulkbuster and, and stuff like that. Um, you know, the uh, Armory Wars, I think, is is mm-hmm. 
Is that what it's called? Armor Ooh. Wars. Yeah, it's it's going to be a, originally it was going to be a TV show. I think it's going to be a movie now. So yeah, with, yeah. Uh, War Machine hunting down all the armor that got released into yeah, the world so. after Tony's death. So spoilers. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I feel like I'm kind of in agreement with Pat. I feel like it's it's got a bit of a longer tail. It's it's I feel like it's going to have some some ups and downs, but it's more going to be kind of a gradual thing as opposed to like. Uh, you know, and then we see, you know, it's just, it's just a drought and there's no mechs out there mm-hmm. at all. Um, I Which, think 3D printing has been yeah. a big boon for uh, these other kind of smaller indie tabletop games to get out there. Um, yeah. And, you, and now you have, if you have the idea, you don't have to worry about actually producing it. You could just 3D design it and let other people produce it. So exactly. you could do it as big as you want or you don't have to worry about like GKR was the last big box of things, right? Yeah. Like even they don't make those anymore because people can't afford to stock that, those giant boxes. So yeah. now with the Patreon, you could do giant mechs, but you print them yourself. So. Exactly. And it opens it opens the, the door to, um, you know, one of our previous topics was the, the, the miniature agnostic uh, games, right? Where it's just it's just a rule set that that's what they're putting out and they don't have to produce anything more um, apart from maybe, you know, mission books or something like that. Mm-hmm. But like the a lot of the manufacturing the, where, where a lot of cost goes um, in those kinds of things. Like they can, you know, just hand that off to uh, the, the gamers. And if you, it's like, if you want them, you can make them can use mechs from other games. You know, it's yeah, like, uh, yeah, there's tons of games, especially mech games. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. they're like, Hey, we just, you just need three different size mechs. Go for it. You know, uh, what else? Uh, oh, there's also a rise in cyberpunk. I wonder if that's connected in the same kind of way. It's it, for some reason people are connecting dystopian futures of giant mechs and <laughs> cybernetics together. Hmm. I don't know. Well, like you know, even like to to get you know hard sci-fi or I guess more hard science. You know, we're we're starting to. You know, starting to make those little pivots into things like more advanced artificial intelligence mm-hmm. and and like more sophisticated weaponry um, like you know one one thing that I was I heard recently where where it's kind of great um, is like in a drone war uh, one of the best weapons they have is just a radio jammer <laughs> yeah. and it can, yeah. it can shoot drones out of the sky just by jamming their signal uh, you know just and I think uh, I think they have been hinting that they've been messing around with like lasers, um, and and I oh, mean like rail guns and things like, like that. Honest to goodness, yeah, lasers and rail guns and stuff to like this. It just superheats, uh, you know, a, a small target till it melts and and explodes. You know, really, really weird sci-fi stuff. Uh, well, even uh, augmented soldiers too. They, mm-hmm. they like suits that they're putting on them to increase their lift capabilities, things like that. Like that's legit stuff that's happening. So yeah. 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 It's, it's only a small step to you get uh, combat armor and you make mm-hmm. them bigger and bigger until you get mechs. It's just the way the world works. <laughs> yeah. That. So yeah, it's a, it's, it's going to be becoming more uh, a central part of, you know, our, our culture and, and cyberpunk was always kind of, uh, you know, Oh, it's just just that little bit beyond modern day. Like it's just you know beyond beyond the grasp. But at the same time, it's it 
hits on a lot of contemporary issues. Like, I mean, it's a little bit of a spoiler, but like Cyberpunk Edge Runners, so much of it is about you know the healthcare system mm-hmm. yeah. uh, <laughs> and how messed up that is. Um, and also opioids, I think, is a mm-hmm. major thing with that. Instead of drugs, it's cybernetics. So yeah, yeah, and uh, and how that messes with your body. So yeah, um, and 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 you know we're getting into uh, as as much as people maybe don't like the idea of being commercialized. You know, space travel is yeah. becoming uh, something more people are are having access to. Uh, Even the idea of colonizing colonizing the moon or Mars, that's Mm -hmm, a serious mm -hmm. conversation about that, too. It's not long before you get Z on at that point. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Then we have colonies, and then we, you know... They rebel. That's what just happens. Well, well, first first you have to, to, um, you know... uh, you know, crush, crush their spirit and, and, uh, take all their resources and make demands of them that make no sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, I will say though, I'm not a Zeon apologist. Those guys yeah. were fascists and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's what happens though. People get beat down. They turn to, to bad things, right? So yes. Uh, happening expanse too. Mars went, went to, and rebelled in expanse also. So it's, it, don't, don't colonize Mars. They're just going to become the enemy. That's what we learned today. <laughs> uh, is there anything else we can think of that's, uh, it's new and exciting that's happening with the, uh, mech world? A lot of books. I've noticed like independent books too. I don't like, <coughs> like that. Yeah. I was, I was going to say on, on that front, I, I don't have a lot of titles that come to mind, but the ability to self publish. Mm-hmm. Or, or at least, um, you know, not have to hop on to a major publisher to get your work out there. Uh, these days is, I think, you know, lends itself to a lot of new, creative, and different uh, takes on on mechs uh, coming to to fruition. So, yeah. What's the uh, What's the author you had, Pat? The uh, the female author. Oh, it's the one that uh, the bad dogs. Yeah, it's uh, the one that you just read out of order. Uh, I can't remember any of your name now. The one I read out of order. <laughs> yeah, didn't you read it out of order? No, I, I read. Um, I was reading a. I think it was a Jack Campbell series. Uh, the the Dauntless. Uh, one that was That's that was all about like space <laughs> combat and stuff. Um, treating it more like submarine fights. Uh. uh but but no the uh, I think it's called Gatewalker series is the one you're thinking of. Yeah, Gatewalker starts with Bad Dog, and then I think it's Strike Dog, and there's one more Ghost Dog. I think they're all dog. Ghost Dog, yeah, That's Ghost Dog is the last one. So actually, Pollard. Actually, Pollard is her name. There you go. You found it. Uh, Gary Widow wrote uh, or co-wrote uh, Rogue One. Also has a podcast right now where he has a mech. Uh, audiobook called Gundog. So it's even that where the audiobooks are becoming, uh, where somebody could just, you know, hire a voice actress in this case in a, and a con- composer. And he, he made a, uh, audiobook out of his, his book series. So, and it, it was originally produced for the audiobook. So, and it's going to come out as a regular book later. So it's that kind of stuff too, where you could just go on YouTube or any podcast and create your own things. Yeah. Use you, being able to just create what you want. And either put it on a make even video games or books or role playing games, anything is so maybe it's all these people who've liked mechs in the past and you never had an outlet or you only had certain outlets, but now you can let your mind go wild and 
great. Seems yeah. like a, a revolution. It's true. Comics, too. Um, yeah, comics, too. Yeah. the same way. But once again, there's like a lot of the old school comics, like Ultraman and stuff, like old school properties coming back in comics. Mm -hmm. But they also have, like, the moment uh, Marvel does Mech Strike and DC does DC Mech, like, you know, it's in the zeitgeist that both major companies are doing a Mech series right now, which is pretty crazy to think of that. So mm -hmm. it, it's got to be somewhere. It's got to be. It's not just us. It's not just the fact that we're more attuned to it by doing this podcast. I think there is a resurgence in Mech. Like it's it's coming to the fore to the even the normies get to experience giant stompy mechs. Yeah, I mean you know, and but I think that's also like you said we talked about. It's just there's a bigger variety, whereas before it was just BattleTech. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's certain things. Yeah, for sure. You know, I know Cav helped out during the downtime. Well, of, they were there. Yeah, they were during the downtime for BattleTech. Yeah, yeah, uh, they sat in the middle kind of there. But even look at even uh, Dead Zone right from the beginning, Striders were in the game. Like, yeah, that was something that in this this sci-fi skirmish game with you're fighting maybe five or six guys aside, they wanted to put mechs in it. Like that was even back then. That's 10 years ago now. Uh, even then, they 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 felt the need. I think anybody who likes sci-fi, you you want to go with those mechs. It's, it seems to be mm -hmm. just the you want it. It's either that or fighter pilots or fighter jets or space jets, you know, yeah. like, yeah, some some kind, kind of mechanized thing. combat. Yeah. It seems to be this, the, the moment you get into this sci-fi, you always have the feeling that I need something bigger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But vehicle combat, it's always fun. Mm. Yeah. So hopefully it doesn't end up being like the Western in the 50s where it just dies off and uh, really doesn't come back at all, really. Even now, Westerns are barely around. Well. So hopefully it, it's a so longer tail. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would pose that back in the 90s that Westerns made it come back for a little bit. Not, not like it was before. Like in the before comic books, before the superhero comic books in the '60s, westerns were like everything. Like that's why kids mm -hmm. played Lone Ranger and things. Sure, that. but now would, they don't do that. I would, kind of but stuff. again, I would pose in the '90s, they brought that back a little bit, movie wise at least. Yeah, I think yeah, I think few. there was more western movies um, in in that kind of '90s uh, era. There was less TV shows, which I think is what you're kind of hinting at. Where well, you know, I mean, we so have, they had Deadwood things like that, but. Yeah, well, they didn't have. You're right. You know, there was Rifleman and, and and you know Gunsmoke. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't you know, so many uh, Maverick and all those. Yeah, but, yeah. But it's a, one of those things where it's. I think it it goes in waves, right? But is this mm -hmm. a wave or a cyclical? I guess I could, it's better than a wave. It's more cyclical. Where, yeah. you know, like right now, obviously superheroes are kind of cresting. I think that a lot of people have fatigue with superheroes right now. Like as good as stuff it still is, I think a lot of people, a lot of like regular people, are like, okay, I've had enough. Let's let's move on. And I could see that really falling off. Where hopefully maybe mechs could be the thing that takes over. Mecha and I was going to mention it also. Look at uh, Macross being able to be in the states now. That's a huge mm, step forward. That's too. a big. That was a big one. Yeah, that is huge. Yeah. So the the Japanese uh, mechs coming to the states again. Where it's been a long time since a big series like that, like with this Gundam series and. And uh, Macross being able to come over, it uh, yeah. Hopefully that uh, continues on. Anything else yeah. to say about this? No, I think we we covered a lot of it. I think we're we're all in agreement that you know we're we're not at by any means at like a, a, the top point and everything's downhill from here. Uh, I, I think we we're gonna see a nice even um, you know growth to the these these different spaces. Um, I think more more folks are, are open 
to to these kind of things these days uh, than than maybe any other time, uh, just mm-hmm. from cultural osmosis and whatnot. But and uh, yeah, I I think that that lends itself to getting a lot of really great you know new and unique things out of this genre. Hopefully, it's the only way is up. Hopefully, I'm up. Op- I'm like an optimist. Though, so. Yeah, I am too. I, I it like. Like anything, it'll it'll get popular and get ruined. That's the way things work. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we're not there right. yet. I so. think it'll be okay. Now, the moment there's a twilight for mechs, that's when we know that the ship has sailed. Uh, <laughs> His there's a tweeny tweeny mech movie. Yep. There's a. We get well, some. When, when the moon comes out, I turn into a giant robot. <laughs> or it's just you know one of those YA novels, but it's for mechs instead of uh, you know dystopian futures. So, I mean, that we'll would actually be kind of sweet. <laughs> we, people we need like, the kids uh, to get into giant robots. Well, people like Twilight. People like uh, Hunger Games. So, it, I, I guess, and maybe those people eventually want on to good things instead of those things. So, <laughs> a gateway drug, right? Yeah, yeah, for That's sure. Mean. Okay, we'll uh, wrap this one up. We'll go to the X Fill, and we'll finish this podcast off. Let's X Fill out of here. Well, I think that turned out to be a pretty good episode after all. We're in the Xville now, but uh, yeah, episode 53. It wasn't the stinker we, we assumed it would be, I don't think. No, <laughs> not at all. Oh, yeah, See, we could pull time. it off. <laughs> Even the ones we have nothing to talk about, we can pull it off. That's true. Uh, you can always find us on Facebook. Uh, you look for Mobile Armor Radio. You can uh, email us with ideas for new shows on at mobilearmorradio.gmail.com. At gmail.com. You see about gmail.com. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, we're on Twitter. Look for us there. But, uh, yeah. Other than that, until next time, I've been Rob. I've been Brian. And I've been Chopper. We'll see you in December. When December ends. (laughs) Quoting. (laughs) When December ends. Bye. Copyright strike. Strike. (laughs) Goodbye. Isn't he awake by now? Yeah, he woke up in September. You gotta let him know. This has been Mobile. Armor Radio. Join our Facebook group by searching for Mobile Armor Radio. Find us on Twitter at M Armor Radio. Find us on iTunes and visit our website, mobilearmorradio.podbean.com. Join us on the first of every month for more mecha discussion. 